You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. I'm back. Hey, gang. I'm still back. Um, <laughs> but it's just us again. Back to normal. Back to normal. We like it normal, but we also like our friends. Yes. That was a, a good uh, unexpected interlude as we both did a whole bunch of traveling. Um, but now we're actually in Vancouver, not just on a film set shot in Vancouver, but actually somewhere else, which is... Vancouver is everywhere but Vancouver in films. That's yes. the joke I'm trying to make. That probably doesn't make much sense for anyone not in Vancouver. That's true. Um, but... It is nonetheless true. I imagine there are other places in the world that also stand in for everywhere else, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. I yeah. bet Toronto stands in for New York. Yes, Toronto is is notorious for being cheap New York. Um, but Toronto, I guess, is not as versatile. Mm, no. I, I could wax for a long time about the like like sociological shift and, and migration in Vancouver and give opinions, but um, we're here to talk about Archie today we are i'll i'll Um, I'll give you an essay another time (laughs) um we uh we got a message from uh one of our fans dylan Mm -hmm. um who has been so good about letting us know when (laughs) when we miss (laughs) chunks of the show in our podcast um sent us the uh the archie unsold tv pilot from the 60s it's black and white it's about 35 minutes and 31 seconds long. It's on YouTube. So that's what we're going to watch tonight. Yeah. And um, we hope you might have fun watching along with us. Um, this isn't a rewatch with analysis like we do with Riverdale because, um, frankly, we want to be surprised with you by whatever this is going to be. Um, so we're just going to have a little watch along adventure and uh, we'll ensure that link is included in the episode description on the Facebook page, whatnot, so that you can tune in, too, if you are also missing Archie in your life. Um, it hasn't been that long since the Olympics, uh, the Olympic hiatus, so mm-hmm. I don't think we have too much to add. Um, I thought maybe we would do a real abbreviated um, version of our usual recaps on hiatus. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I also wanted to say thank you again to uh, that, that fan, Dylan, is it? I think his name is Dylan. I fully did not realize that uh, our episode started late. Um, it was a weird week because of travel and um, our stand-in hosts, who were awesome. Um, so I wound up pirating a couple versions of that uh, off my usual, and they all had the same flaws. So I'm going to just let that week be what it is for now um, as we come into the end stretch of... The yeah. season. Yeah, we're getting there. And there has been announced there will be a season three of Riverdale. It continues. It continues. It does not seem to end. I <laughs> don't know where they go from here, honestly. Gonna be interesting. Um I we've been it's in we've been building into irredeemable territory, I feel, for a while with a few of our characters. Yeah, something's gotta kinda break, I think. Yeah. <sighs> Killing Svensson is interesting, because Svensson in the comics is just an innocuous janitor. Yeah. Um, it hints to me that they're they're willing to go just that far off the rails. Um, so I feel like there may be some no one is safe, everyone is at risk, real stakes kicking in at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some rumored deaths 
that I'm not going to spoiler into here, partially oh, because I, they're still pretty deeply rumored. I also don't know any of them, so please don't spoil for me. Yes. Um, but we'll see if, if those rumors hold fast. Um, we're all we're all caught up. Our, I guess our big seven, eight with Tony now. Yeah. Our lead characters are all in deep crisis and entering, uh, what, their th- I guess the third act of this season. Yeah, I mean, like life. Uh, Archie is in a life of crime. Yep. Uh, also, a life of law and order. I know, so bizarre. <laughs> and then um, Veronica also in a life of crime and also law and order. Mm-hmm. Betty and Jughead um, are like kind of being adults while also being children. <laughs> yeah. um, Chick is we don't even know, but we think it would be really fun to have a Halloween slash Thanksgiving style, or I think it would be really fun to have a Halloween slash Thanksgiving style episode like the mm. the one that we saw last last year, um, just from Chick's perspective. Yeah. Um, Alice and FP. Alice like. and FP. Phallus. Hey. Phallus. Or phallus, which just sounds like fapping, which is just as bad. Anyway, um, they surprised no one and we're here for it. Um, Cheryl and Tony, can we also just talk about how desexualized that kiss was? Yeah. It was just two young women in love, kissing. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they running might not from be in nuns. love, but they're into each other and running from nuns. And it wasn't two lady mouths grinding on each other, and I'm so relieved. It was super sweet. Thank you, on behalf of queer femmes everywhere, <laughs> we're tired of being sexualized. Um, uh, what else have we got? We've got Kevin has taken a back seat. More Kevin, yep. please. Uh, Josie has ho- also taken a back seat. More Josie, please. There's, I, I have hope for Kevin. They've seeded enough of some kind of a, like, midge and moose of being our plot-ish relevance. They've been seeding that. Uh, and I... I feel something's coming somewhere for Kevin. Um, it's also, he's directing Carrie in next week's episode. He's directing the school musical. Yeah. So he's at least going to be on our screens. Um, I don't know where Josie's going or what Josie's doing. Um, I don't know that... I honestly don't know if they've remembered to give her plot in this third act. But I hope so, yeah. and we'll see. She's the only one without a setup plot right now. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So that's an oversight, but they have a third season to fix it. Yeah. Maybe they'll just kill some of our faves this year and then save Josie for next year. That would be fine. Yeah, as long as they don't kill Kevin. Yeah, don't don't kill any of the queer characters. No please. burying your gays. If this ends in Tony or ah, Cheryl, ah. but especially Tony getting killed. Then then it'll be a full Cheryl Blossom burn the house down. That, but also I will not watch season three at the end. Oh yeah, fully, yes. If the show buries their gays... Um, we will leave. Goodbye. Yes. Sorry, gang. Bye. But we're here for now because they're doing good things still and giving us hope. And it better not be false hope. Yes. Don't be false. Don't be false. Um, I feel like that's basically the catch up, though. Yeah. Um, I did want to spend. I did wanted um, to spend a moment with you. Um, Me? Talking about the fact that this show covered uh, conversion therapy. And I missed having that conversation with you last episode. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, like, surprised and pleased. In fact, as soon as I pleased, well, I'm not pleased the gay conversion therapy exists, obviously, but, Mm -hmm. um, partly because it feels like every rom-com is a gay conversion therapy video, but anyway, um, that's not entirely true. Um, 
True well, enough. What was I, yeah? Uh, what was I gonna say um, about gay conversion therapy? Um, yeah, as soon as I was watching that episode, and it, we like I realized like the most recent episode, and I realized mm. like what they were punishing Cheryl for. I was like, yeah. oh my god, where's Ryan? <laughs> um, I yeah, I mean, it is not a fear that I grew up with. Mm. because of urban privilege and because of being able to pass straight because I also date men. Mm -hmm. So, um, gay conversion therapy in terms of my position in the queer community feels like it happens to other queers. Mm -hmm. Um, and as a consequence, I'm an, I'm an ally to someone who might be threatened with that experience Mm -hmm. more than anything else. Um, so it was good to see it represented because I feel that they're <laughs> I was a little surprised by Andrew mm. saying like, does that still happen? Is it still common? And I wanted to be like, Well yeah. Yep, like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot. Especially in the United States, am I I think. Yes. I could um be wrong about they that. did recently ban it in Seattle, like this week. Oh, um, and there is okay. a discussion in Vancouver municipally about uh, about a ban. Um, yeah, because in Canada it is literally unconstitutional. It is against the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms to discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation. Mm, the trick is, it's not necessarily framed as discrimination, right? It, well, it is. No. It is framed as an option. A good lawyer can look at it and make that about. Mm-hmm. discrimination yeah and should mm. in my opinion yes um that those test cases haven't happened is okay. a big is a big gotcha. thing gotcha. in canada gotcha. right like i think there are laws that should be protecting us from this um but they are not explicit or in place in most of canada and particularly banning minors from this treatment against their will um mm. that's not in place in mm. most of Canada, yeah. Mm. A couple of a couple of provinces, I believe, not BC. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's grim. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Was there anything particularly that you wanted to ask me about how I felt? No. Or I just wanted to know my response. I wanted to watch it with you, Chloe. Aw, thanks. Yes. Yeah. I, I honestly thought I would not trust this show to do that well. If that yeah. makes sense. So um, I appreciated that it was not, mm-hmm. that it didn't suddenly turn into a docudrama. Yep. But I did, it also, I did it, appreciate yeah. the coding. It's like one of the few moments in television where the coding has been enough. Yes. Um, in this case, it felt like coding to avoid triggering rather than coding to hide the gay. You know, the gay was not hidden. The gay was yeah. on feature quite intentionally. Yeah. And I really appreciated that because I don't need to be brought down by my show, you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel like they did a really excellent job of, 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 um, shooting for their very split audience. And I think me and Andrew are kind of great examples of the polar extremes of what that audience will be aware of. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and I liked how they did it. I liked what they presented as the types of tasks, the types of actual mental breaking down uh, procedures. Um, like I, you know, as a teenager, I found watching But I'm a Cheerleader, you know, first to be heartening, but also to be terrifying. Yeah. Um, like. That's actually where I learned about gay conversion therapy was that movie. I was 13. Hmm. Anyway. 
Like, it's not something I was ever explicitly aware of, like, oh, there's a place um, in in Kevin's format, as it were. Um, but I'm also pretty confident that would have been offered to me had I come out younger. Hmm. Um, wow. And I think that's the more insidious reality of this. That, like, I, I think the Cheryl being kidnapped yeah. off to a prison therapy is... One experience that does happen, but I think the much more insidious reality, um, much like pregnancy crisis centers, which will bend over backwards to prevent one from accessing abortion services, um, these very coached self-help treatments uh, and spiritual counseling, which often very carefully avoid explicit mention of orientation or gender, but um, looking through some of these websites, the testimonials are where explicit language codes in. Um, and it is, they're more often services that people in desperation, wanting support, wanting community, wanting healthcare, could stumble into. Mm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty insidious, insidious thing. So I, I appreciated how it was handled yeah. and presented. Um, I also, like, it's funny, like, I was watching it and, like, feeling like, oh, like, you know, like, this is a lukewarm version of it, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. but, like, the relief I felt yeah. when Tony bursts into that room and gets Cheryl, and then the, the sad feeling I had of all those kids still being in there. Right? Like, like it's so please, real. Please take the rest from the evil nuns, yeah. Veronica. You've got th- room in your house, Veronica. Yeah. I, um, there, my, one of my favorite moments in, uh, have you ever seen Saved? Yes. In my opinion, it's the best teen movie <laughs> in, of the last 10 years that, like, mainstream teen movie. Mm. Um, that, that's, like, at least 15 years old, Chloe. Oh, yeah, you're right. It totally <laughs> is. The last, the last 20 years then. I didn't have any time for, like, American Pie and Cruel Intentions and all that bananas. But anyway, <laughs> um, Saved is a brilliant movie. And in Saved, um, towards the end, I don't know if you remember this, there's this place mm-hmm. called Mercy House where they send yep. kids who, like, are gay or unwed mothers and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. They uh, show up at their prom. Oh, yeah. And um, Jenna Malone's character says to her her um, boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, who's gay, did they just give you the car? And he says, no, we just sort of led a revolution and swiped it. And I wanted a moment... Like that for these mm. kids at Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Maybe we'll get one. Maybe Fred Andrews from Air. I mean, they sure will resolve it. They sure keep leaning back into that nun house for all purpose evil. So yeah, also, maybe Cheryl will burn it one day. I think it should be said mm-hmm. in the United States, mm-hmm. most gay conversion therapy is not run by the Catholic Church. It True. is run by run by evangelical Christians who are of a very different breed. It doesn't make it better or worse. Mm-hmm. It makes it equally evil, but... Of a different flavor. Of, of a different evil. flavor. Yeah. And I'm interested in the fact that they didn't choose to do that and instead fell back on a mm-hmm. a stereotype that is true, mm-hmm. but not true in the context of modern day American life necessarily. Yeah. The Catholic system is historically better at removing indigenous cultures or unwed mothers from their rights than the, the gays. I mean, they also didn't do much for the gays, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway. Anyway, let's watch. Want to watch something really wholesome in a really yeah. 1960s white straight way that's probably not going to scratch 
most of the itches we have for Riverdale. I'm gonna, I'm I'm here for it. All, All right. right, here we go. And pressing play on the link that y'all are going to be able to click with us. You ready? Ready, yeah, gang? I'm so ready. I'm asking them. Not oh, you. them. I know you're ready. Okay, fine. Yeah. And badoomba. Wayback way machine. machine. That's funny. The Wayback Machine is the place where the internet graveyard is. Like, if you need to find like old. Yeah. Um. It's it's also websites. it's a reference to a Rocky and Bowinkle it cartoon, is. if you recall. It is. Who are these aggressive people with their big mouths? I haven't a clue, but this video has been up for a few years, so I thought this is a safer Mm. bet than random uploaded by unknown accounts. Classic TV. Oh, here we go. Look at that house in Middle America. In Riverdale. Oh, we've even got that beautiful symphonic lick. Yeah. Still has. So this... (laughs) Oh, their cute son, still in bed. So this ain't no Archie Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. No. Hmm. <laughs> oh, they have a live audience. Oh, wow. So this is really like I Love Lucy period. Oh, wait, sitcoms. is that canned? I can't tell. Um, I don't think they had canned laughter in the 60s. Here's... Hmm. What is this? Archie seems... He's a veteran. To and... be a nerd kid? How old is Archie in this? I'm ready. I don't know. I'm guessing a teenager. Okay, so they've decided okay, so that Archie tinkers with gadgets and has a wake-up button now? Oh, Who... what is this? What is happening right now? Okay, Archie has a strange machine waking him up and is is an actual child. Is he? I can't tell. Just... No, he's got a deeper voice. I think he's supposed to be like a... A fake is this supposed team? to? Oh, is this supposed to be like it sounds like him getting up? That seems to be the gag. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that might be a canned audience. Actually, I could be wrong. Well, the audience got it. Canned or not? Nah. <laughs> sure got him out of bed. Except he's not out of bed. Oh, there it is. I mean, it seems like so much more work than getting out of bed. <laughs> I wish Archie would have fixed that window shade. <laughs> Well, this is, is a, Betty out the window? I want to see. This is a type of humor I've not known since the Nick at Night days. I don't know what that is. This is a... This is clever, but not in a way I would ever associate with Archie Comics whatsoever. No, I mean, like, I think this is brilliant insofar as, like, if I was still a teenager, I would try and build one of these. <laughs> I... He's really up. He's having a shower. All right. So th- okay, so this, this is, is like a long bit of shower humor. It's already like a much more meticulously crafted bit than I would expect from sitcoms in this period. No, they they had pretty good physical humor in those days, I feel. Have you ever seen the Sid, seen the Sid Caesar show? I haven't. Oh, man, we gotta watch that sometime. I guess I'm, I'm used to um, the three-camera sitcom oh, have setup. They, have they realized they've been had? It, they're about to... Hmm. Ah, ah, the machine has failed. And this Fred Andrews failed. is also um, good at assessing his son's ridiculousness. Even though they haven't... Oh, no! They haven't discovered divorce yet. Dad! As a society. Oh, he can't get in. Oh, oh he's gonna get in. Yep, look at that set. This seems like so much work for very little payoff, Archie. 
<laughs> He's still asleep, though. I understand Archie's, like, choice here. But how many hours did this take to build last night? Oh, God. He, he d- clearly failed to plan for the off button. He did. Oh, there's Riverdale! In the corner. What a wholesome world this appears to be. <laughs> Alright, let's meet our Archie Andrews. Who is a disoriented klutz of a child. Okay, I'm here for this. He looks like he's about 15. I, I, I think this is an actual teenager, Chloe. Never mind that. Okay. okay, maybe not. <laughs> nope. It's more like almost 20. Yeah, that looks that looks like university student. Okay, well, I'm glad that hasn't changed in the last 50 years. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin is Archie's hero. What? What? <laughs> Build, building building the machine. Yeah, like, come on, Dad. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> oh, wow. Well, this is good, wholesome humor. He... I'm here for... Ooh, who's that? It... Oh, my God. Oh, that's... Well, Miss Grundy looks more in line with the comics. If that's Miss Grundy. It's me! Ooh. You know... Oh, my God, it's the same font. <laughs> John Simpson has Archie. Okay. Who else? I... Oh, God. Just Archie. Just John Simpson is Archie. Nothing else. <laughs> Well, this is something. This is wholesome humor. This is much more in line with the actual comics. But... How do you know what I'm going to ask you, Dad? Gee whiz, I'm a psychologist. Oh my god. He's... Archie, or Archie, um, Andrew would be eating this up. <laughs> really well, murder having a father as a psychologist. Oh my god, I could have written television in the 60s. Oh wait, I was Why did they decide now. that Fred Andrews was a psychologist? Where did that buzzword come up in 1964? He's, I, I'm... This is 1964? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, this show is out of touch with the times. <laughs> yeah, psychology was all about behaviorism at that point. There's no predicting actions at that point. It, well, yeah. Oh my god, he's giving him advice on how to pick between Betty and Veronica. Well, they're straight to the point, aren't they? Propinquity. What? You gotta this is a weird this. Fred Andrews. I like our Fred Andrews much more than this Fred Andrews. This mm. this Fred Andrews looks interchangeable with every other male lead except for Ricky Ricardo from the entire generation. Just get... They, they've all got that hair, even. Oh. Are you telling our son about sex? <laughs> they weren't allowed to say the word sex at that time. Or pregnant, in fact. You had to say you were expecting. Yes. Uh, haze code. That he, okay. Betty is that our girl Betty. next door. She is. I think that we have to hurry. Wow. This was like a pre-Marianne day as well, right? Like Marianne and Ginger from Gilligan's Island. I think. Um, he left them all at my house last night. I feel like those two were part of a kind of cultural trope of of changing femininity norms that mm-hmm. um, it's interesting seeing interpretations before that um, era, that 70s TV um, okay. shift. 
And I remember the old, old, old comics um, in the early art, art styles with the, the full, like, Model T style jalopy. What it's... in the world are you worrying about, Weatherby? Oh, what is what? happening? Weatherby's talking to a disembodied version of himself. What? Sitting at his desk. What is <laughs> happening? God, remember those days everyone wore suits? Well, wait, of course we don't remember, but like... <laughs> Remember all the media from that era, from our oh, grandparents' God. days? This, this is my grandparents' days. This is my parents. I. It actually occurred to me this afternoon, that at, too late, that we should have brought your dad in for this episode, because he's like the most 60, 60s person I know. My mom probably saw more television like this than my dad, but I could be wrong about that. Hmm. Because her, my dad was the oldest sibling in his family, and my mom ah. was the youngest in hers. Like, her, like... Her, Who was Weatherby her... even talking to? Himself. <laughs> Sorry. Here, there's Jughead. And there's Veronica. Electronic computing machine for Veronica's bank. Huh. Mm. Wow. Wow, these computers are wild. What do you lose it for, hey, Arch? Oh my god, listen to them! We've gone to very different interpretations of Jughead, clearly. Yeah. What? Here, no, listen. Okay. Weatherby is talking to himself. He is, but... <laughs> but... There's gonna be some dead air here, because we're so overcome. He must be talking to someone. There must be a gag here. Because you know there's good stuff in art. Is this God? No, it's his voice. He said that at the top of the scene. Yeah, but what a weird convention to yes. establish. Okay. That actor looks very familiar. I think she played anybody in West Side Story. Mm. I could be wrong. But Oh, maybe not. No, but she looks really familiar. <laughs> I'm betting this is Miss Grundy, and I am much happier with this interpretation. Yeah. Is that Jughead again? Or is that going to be Reggie? Who knows? These people acting like... I wonder if it's going to be this ridiculous in 60 years to watch 25-year-olds pretend to be 16. Aww. Miss Grimsby is a spinster. All right. That's fine. That's wasn't fine grand. in 1964, but it, it's fine now. Eh, it was more fine than we admit in 1964. That's Jughead. He's just got his hat off. There's Reggie. There's that's a Reggie. Jughead is obnoxiously dumb. Yeah. I it's it's a little much right out of the gate. Like Archie's. This isn't a sharp Archie. Okay, hmm. here we go. Betty and Veronica. Mm-hmm. Listen, girls, please. Oh, boy. Doc Hudson had a whole different set of troubles, Juggy. Yeah. <laughs> a whole different set. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Would you care to wager? Let us fight over the boys more with all of our sexy energy. Veronica so interesting about femininity in those days. Mm. You just stop fighting or stop being this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's perpetuate norms of toxic femininity also. Um... 
Femininity in those days was like, had such powerful sexuality, but it was the only tool. Yeah. That or motherhood. Hmm. What? (laughs) Were you really (laughs) subduing your protective instincts? There's actually some clever weirdness here. I'm not loving a lot of it. It's, it's a lot more leave it, leave it to beaver than I'm cool with. <laughs> but, um. Archie's wearing plaid. What a good hipster. Hmm. It probably helps that we kind that of grew up with a really, happen. like, broad, creative, like, mental picture of school in the 60s. Given how much, at least I grew up with so much Nick and Night Media and Happy Days. Yeah. That this feels familiar. Interesting. Um, my, uh, my Miss Grundy of present day, um, alarm is ringing. Oh, yes. The secretary who Archie's flirting with. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's inappropriate. And that was also inappropriate in the sixties. Uh, some president of the Parenteers Association. Mm. Just in case you didn't know what that was. That actor looks familiar. So does that actor. I feel like... <laughs> The, the voice in his head. Well, I consider myself extremely cooperative. This Weatherby is much more like the comic Weatherby, I will say. Hmm. Yeah. Decidedly, consistently, a little incompetent. Do not the shy boys and girls. I love this like TV accent that all <laughs> white people had in this era. Vaguely mid-Atlantic. Yeah. Everyone was like, I can't be Hepburn. Be- because it's television, mm. but I want to suggest I'm as good as. I do not intend to be topped by anybody. This is interesting. Mm. Yeah. This is all, it's all single camera, right? Like, it's not at all a studio setup. I think you were right about the can I mean, the canned laughter, but it, not at all what I was expecting. I, um... I was definitely expecting, like, a studio shot show. Yeah. Um, this is much more elaborate than I was anticipating. Hmm. But I guess we get such a filtered, limited selection of the TV from the past that survived now that this probably was less out of the ordinary than I realize. The, the whole thing is, like... This whole thing is, like, all focused on the electrical computer. That Archie is pushing on everyone. Oh, let's all make a joke about how women are stupid some more. <laughs> well, at least Weatherby's stupid too. I guess that's some slightly reassuring. <laughs> Weatherby and that other gender. Uh, um, what? I'm a little confused about the personality traits we've given Archie. We seem to have rolled Dilton Doily into him. Oh yeah, a that's little bit true. here. He just like he was very he was very what what I'm gonna convince you you're married to the only girl in the world. I'm not I'm not married. <laughs> I was. Um. <laughs> see, this is so like fr- about like small town America. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, precocious Dylan Dilton slash Archie. Oh yeah, Archie. When I remember him in the comics. With a little job. Yeah. And they've got that here. 
But he's also but, inventive. Yeah, yeah, I see. He's being like a wonder kid tinkerer. I wonder if this is the 1960s version of updating for a slick young audience. Yeah. Let's make let's make the the kid talk about the electronic computing machine that they're all talking about. Yeah. I also like that the like figures of authority and Archie have to like deal with each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. Archie like Jughead does all the dealing with authority in modern Riverdale. Yeah. Are very, very different Jughead. Yeah. From that which they've decided upon. I'm glad that we gonna talk to himself. Oh whoa, what's this? Naked child with a, a Cupid. Oh it's my a goodness. pep rally. Look at those It's a vintage pep rally. Skirts that are very short. And that straw boater. Step right up. What is What are they Oh what's they're this is they're trying promoting to get the dance for what? Oh, it's like speed dating <laughs> for the um, high school dance. In the 1960s, they are using a punch card computer to OK Cupid it. Yep. This has aged shockingly well. <laughs> to to be to be honest, this is still stuff that like was Valentine's Day fundraisers at my school when I was there. Oh, really? Yeah, like. Yeah matchmaking services were are still like a thing or were 12 years ago oh that's mildred pseudo ethel wow that there's a black extra it's 1964 really where he's just stepped out of frame over on the left well i'm not sure when chuck clayton was made but he definitely he I, bl- I remember the character was a conscious effort oh. to add in. Let's see if they show him again. Because that's it's a big interesting deal. Because I think, I mean, the South is still segregated in 1964, and there were some states where you couldn't have, like, black people in movies, or, like, certain theaters wouldn't show it. Yep, and a whole lot of laws about who can marry who still yes. on racial lines. <laughs> to say nothing of the gays. Yes, to say nothing. Hmm. Oh, Archie. Um, I'm pregnant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I guess this is a good indicator of the, the progressiveness that the comics have long strived for. So, hopefully, it'll work. Oh my goodness, she's like getting him to pay her to use the computer by taking her on a date. Veronica! Conniving. So smart. <laughs> or she'll ruin the plan that she's completely sold into. All right. <laughs> this Aww. This is not a very subtle Veronica. Look at how, all those poor bashful kids, Veronica. How did dating work? Did were we not aware that obvious manipulation did not lead to a good relationship? Well, I guess, like, well, I guess, I don't know what's going to happen, but, like, this is, like, oh, smack. Yep. Although they couldn't show this the slap like, on screen. This is, like, kind Face of code. the the first episode of Riverdale. Is kind of, there, I bet you that's Stilton. Oh. What, there, there was. Black was background extra? The girl just has to handle herself. Yeah, anyway. Hmm. Hmm. How 
could you do it? She... Me, who is crazy about you even before your voice changed. <laughs> oh. I gotta say, her hair is on point in a way that Veronica's is just simply not. She does have an iconic ponytail. A different iconic ponytail. Okay, here is the purpose of Reggie. To be a counterpoint dark-haired evil guy to match the dark-haired evil girl. Hmm. When when the plot breaks up that way. When Veronica gets to be the conniving one. And Reggie is often trying to get a date with Betty or something, so everyone loses. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I've suddenly been in, like involved in the plot. This, like, garbage plot. It is a long-lasting love triangle that has been ongoing since at least 1964. So, it's kept someone's interest. I might actually rewatch this sometime when I'm not talking over all of it. Oh, Archie's <laughs> about to get slapped again. <sighs> Isn't it charming when women slap men? It's so funny. Mm-hmm. So funny when women have to make their point through violence. <laughs> I believe every student will be at the party. This okay. is... Grundy and Weatherby are going to have a conversation, because they are the adult counterpoints in the comics, not the parents. Grundy and Weatherby. It's all focused on school. That's interesting. I forgot about that. Yeah, and there's a much broader generational gap, right? Because you have people... You have gray hairs and teenagers. And I think there's perhaps a more interesting generation gap um, for the traditional kind of camp misunderstanding, right? Whereas the the parent Aww. generation gap is a different beast. Grundy was just hitting on Weatherby, wasn't she? She was. Grundy's outfit Dang. is on point. I am... This is so much better use of Grundy. Right? Grundy can hit on Weatherby, not Archie, and everything's more okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am not here for this Jughead. <laughs> I'm sorry, guy. I know. We like, we like our other Jughead a lot better. He's so far past the realm of believably dumb. Also, his hat's wrong. His hat is so wrong. Also, his nose. But, yeah. What? Oh, right. He's a psychologist, so we've got a Freud joke in there. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. What's happening? So they're putting... Oh. Oh, they're trying to do this so that he doesn't have to borrow Veronica's mm -hmm. computer? The, by making Jughead into the computer. Well, you know, this is exactly what I would expect for a plot from a 1960s um, sitcom. So, hey. Yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> the ethics of matchmaking with a fake computer. Let me tell you something about the future of dating. <laughs> Oop, the film quality just got a little icky. Oh, no, it's back. Exciting. There's lots of illusion in romance, Archie. I don't, like, know what this is teaching the youth of today, being the youth of 1964. <laughs> you mean what this is teaching the retirees of today? Yeah. Hmm. I mean... Look at those, like, white boy jawlines happening on screen. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mary. What? Over-spocked? That's... What? <laughs> I don't know what this word means. I don't either. 
Did it mean something different before Star Trek? Does it mean... I heard Spock. Is he saying Spock? Is he suddenly from Boston? I heard Spock. Like... I also heard Spock. Well, we're going to figure out what Spock means later. All the kids are going to get their dates. I mean, it's it's actually kind of impressive that he could assemble these many, this many, like, gears and techy-looking things well, it's just, in the 1960s. It's just Jughead in there. I know, but even the facade. It's like, you, you couldn't necessarily go dollar-storing it for junk like we do when making theater sets now, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Oh, Roger, you're so scientific. Great, um, so this is working so, out. <laughs> so this is working fine so far until he gets found out, which is the inevitable next plot point. Mm-hmm. My, my next question is, does this school have exactly divided halfway between ladies and gentlemen? Pro- Diedrich. There is There is no other reality possible. Okay, we're not getting Ace Jughead here either. Well... Good to know. Good to, good to know. <laughs> I never All right. dreamed it, but evidently Jughead okay, did. Slightly creepy. Yep. Yep. But wasn't most dating in the 60s? Probably. <laughs> Isn't most dating now? Probably. <laughs> okay. I want to skip ahead to the plot point. Like, either... Mm-hmm. How's it gonna fall apart? How's it all gonna collapse? Yeah. Bernard and Lorna. Well, they don't look like they match, do they? Hmm? What are they? Oh, oh women. Boy. They don't science. You want to talk about geophysics on your date, kid? Well, that's cute, I guess. Also, let's just pretend that women are all stupid. <sighs> Yay! <laughs> all got a date. Better than when you showed up here. <laughs> yeah, so overwrought. Are, but aren't Reggie and Veronica still in the room? Probably. Weatherby's Okay, we're gonna play Let's Not Let Weatherby find out that we faked everything, because he'll care. <laughs> Weatherby is so invested in this children's yeah. activity, I'm sure. Not at all distrustful because Archie is obviously lying and covering something and Shall we go, sir? Let's leave. Don't find my man in the computer. <laughs> By my man I mean one of your students. <laughs> Don't discover our actually completely harmless lie. It's very technical inside. I'm repeating some of the lines just so you know where we're at. Yes. Also because they're silly. (laughs) We'd better get going. Please let us leave. Jughead's gotten out. Also, the majority of these lines, truthfully, I couldn't say something weirder or funnier than them. (laughs) Yeah. I think Jughead (sighs) is going to... Oh, no, he hasn't. We're playing this lot, see, a different way. Hmm. Yeah, I almost has. I was hoping Jughead would have escaped out, and we would have hoodwinked the adults. Oh well. Hmm. It seems the comedy is rather at their expense rather than at their success. 
<laughs> We're gonna go for dosey do. But Archie's still our he- our buffoonish hero in all this. Hmm. So they've buffooned up Archie, but also yeah. smartened up Archie and tripled down on Jughead, yeah. who is arguably in the comics significantly quicker and more clever than Archie. Um, frequently serving as a narrative observer to the hijinks. Oh boy, Weatherby is taking the moral high ground here. <laughs> I want to see how this is going to end. How are you going to hijinks? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded far more threatening than you meant, I guess. Okay, uh... <laughs> Jughead's broken. Good to know. Jughead breaks easy. I don't want him to ruin this. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't harsh everyone's buzz, Weatherby. Be cool. Don't be square. Yeah. Don't ruin everyone's dates. Well, Weatherby, <laughs> I'm the angel of your greater importance, or whatever that silly, um... The Great Gazoo? No, I'm not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Abraham Lincoln quoted. <laughs> there was Better a- angel of our nature. I was going for more of a Flintstone, Flintstone season four thing, but. <laughs> so Weatherby is a significantly more important character in this show than yes. in Riverdale. And in fact, probably more important in Archie's life than his own father, it seems. Mm-hmm. You know what? True to the comics. Yeah, fair enough. What? what? What's he, what poetic thing is he going to say? Oh, those poor kids. How disappointed they're all going to be. Why are they just chilling outside? Because they all have a date and they're hanging out with them. (laughs) Is that what children did? I don't know. Sit in lawn before television? You know, I went, I spent one week in my life with Christian camp and we were assigned our Mm. dates, kind of. (laughs) Kind of. I didn't actually have one, I don't think. But, um. They knew. Uh, um. But yeah, there were, I remember there was a couple of people who just felt so awkward about it. Hmm. Anyway, I wonder what became of them. He's referencing Brahms to instill a sense of whimsy in Weatherby. And romanticism. To not wreck his, his scam. Awesome. Okay. Archie, uh, Archie can pull from the classical musical repertoire to reference and set mood and tone. This is a very weird Archie. Yeah, you're always willing to learn. Out. Out. I think we're in denouement territory. I think that may have been our climax. Referencing Brahms. And Weatherby telling himself that he likes Archie after all. Oh man, we're gonna get some late early 60s dance outfits i'm excited there's gonna be suits it's gonna be skirts who's this it's archie looking glum an actual period version of that thing back to the future tries to parody why is he hiding oh uh jughead oh huh (laughs) apparently buffy is is now really into this this is all based on this thing that his dad said that the ideal girl is like three blocks away kind of thing. Hmm. 
That's a small town ideal. Yeah. Whoever you wind up with is just fine. He's like watching. Who's he waiting for there? Hmm. This worked. Oh, perhaps Betty and Veronica. <laughs> Well, yep. He does think he's so smart. He does. He managed to match up the entire school in an eliminate Except situation. himself, yes. it would seem. And Miss Grundy is gonna go out with Weatherby and its sweet old people being romantic and awkward. Is that... Oh, no, that's the secretary. Oh, bleh. It's about to get awkward. Much less interesting. Weatherby! Miss Grundy's into you and she's age-appropriate. He's going to walk in with both of them. Mm-hmm. Three women. Oh, three women. Oh, the, no, the secretary's going to go with Archie, women. isn't oh, she? Oh, no, he has to go with the old women and... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, women. Mm-hmm. And the secretary is... Oh, there's... What's her name? Mildred. Oh, yeah. Non... Non-Ethel. Why isn't she Ethel? I guess, Isn't Ethel the name of the thing? I guess they didn't think someone would be into this jughead. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I made it possible. I want the credit. Like, at the end, <laughs> wag the dog. Yeah, I'll just vanish into these Look bushes. Those, they're really fake bushes. <laughs> just pluck me a girl. Pluck her out. Oh. We didn't parry you, remember? If you have to know. No, take her! It's like Luna except Shy and Harry. Mm-hmm. And somehow a more interesting match. Archie, there's no point in a computer if you can just see it. <laughs> Aw. Archie's being so sweet. He's being authentic for once. But with a girl who's not from from our love triangle. He's also kind of, like, pressuring her, but she also, like, kind of wants to go. Mm-hmm. It's one of those weird, like... Like, weird baby it's cold outside, societal norm requiring a certain amount of pressure, grossness. Yeah. That hasn't aged well. <laughs> and that's the end. And here's the theme song that we never got. <laughs> bum, bum, ba-dum, 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 bum, 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 bum. I'm just gonna play this. I'm just gonna unplug yeah. the headphones. Mary Grace Canfield is Miss Grundy. I recognize none of these names. Well, that was an experience, gang. <laughs> um, probably not the most riveting. Uh, commentary we've ever provided, but, um... Yeah, that was mostly just a bunch of incredulous, wow, the 60s is terrible. Yep. <laughs> well, we did it, though! That's what happens when Riverdale doesn't provide new content for us. We will find something. We will. Um, there was, <laughs> there was a couple of things I thought was interesting about that episode, which was that, um, I don't, I can't tell if it's just because nothing has changed since 1964, or... <laughs> That the creators of Rudell are purposefully winking at this, which I sort of would surprise me. Hmm. But um, 
the uh there was like a couple of echoes of moments in Riverdale, like when Fred walks in with both Hermione and um, mm. I forget Archie's mom's name. She's just Molly Ringwald. Yep, Molly Ringwald. With um, Hermione Lodge and Molly Ringwald. Um, uh, Mary. 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 Yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, yes. The yep with the um, Weatherby with yeah with Weatherby with the two women and mm-hmm. then um, three women three well but two two and then Miss Grundy and Archie obviously and the secretary and Archie and mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. and then um, Betty's hair is remarkably like modern Betty's hair just with a bit of a fringe yeah it's it's very true mm. I think Betty's hair has been consistently true to the comic book design in a really interesting yeah. way um, and that definitely fits the old art design yeah. Whereas Veronica's hair was much more accurate in this one than in the new one, I think. I, I feel like the, they tried to show that Veronica is Veronica with her eyebrow game. Like, just yeah. emotively, her face was schemy. Yes, her face um, was extremely schemy. Interesting that this is completely from the perspective of Archie, right? Yeah. There is... Weatherby is the counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Rather than choosing an actual ensemble of teen characters. Now, however much... Riverdale has failed to um, properly utilize some members of the, their ensemble. They are present in a much richer way. Um, the perspectives are present in a way that no one's but Archie's is in this old, in this uh, 1.0. Yeah. Well, Dylan, thank you for sending that to us. That was very different than our modern day Riverdale, mm-hmm. but equally kind of creative and divergent from the from the comics. I'm actually surprised how quality that was um, from a, like, television-making perspective. Um, it was shot single-camera, which is much more expensive and much more time-consuming. Um, they had actual sets. It wasn't, like, a studio rig. Um, I was expecting much less from this show. Um, and even, like, even the performances were not horrible. For the period and style of that yeah. television, right? Like, yeah. I, I was expecting something much campier from an unsold TV pilot. Yeah. Um, no Ming Vaz, though. Andrew Lynch would be disappointed. No Ming Vaz. Yes. Ar- this Archie's too smart. I'll, I'll say that straight away. Hmm. This Archie is too clever for me. And um, it didn't feel like this was an Archie who had much in common with the comics to me. Uh, I thought the rest, Archie and Jughead here, I could not stand, but I thought they captured the rest of the world really well. Interesting. From, from that period of comics. Yeah. I like Weatherby talking to himself in his office. That was super weird and it worked well. Yeah. Well, that was that. That was that, gang, and, uh, next week is a musical episode, isn't it? Yeah, we're back in, I'm so excited. Is Fairleth joining us? I think so, yes. Okay, great. Fairleth Harvey, uh, our resident musical expert, yeah. should be on hand. For that, um, so we're psyched, and um, yeah, I guess that's all for this week, gang. Um, as always, thank you to Patreon, thank you to the Thunder Quack Network, and all of our supporters there. Uh, Riverdale and R- the Riverdale gang are shot slash recorded on the unceded territories of the uh, Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh peoples, and um, yeah. They've been in the news this week. Go oh, Google, yeah. Go, go Google Kinder Morgan. Mm-hmm. 
and protest camps. Yes, and all that jazz. Hugh, Ryan, and I turning off the podcast and trying to decide what the heck the premier of Alberta is doing. Oh, I thought we were going to get food, but we can talk we about also... about Premier Notley over food. I have many opinions about Premier Notley. I she's, know you do. She's a fascinating woman. She is. All right, that's it. Hmm. Anything else? Nope. All right. Bye, Bye. gang.